everyone, and welcome to another episode of SDGC. It is Thursday, November 18th. Uh, I finally, I finally was able to name the date without having to stop and and second guess myself. I think this is like the first time this that. has happened in 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 months. So I'm let me ride my high Proud for a little you. bit. I'm very I'm very pleased with myself right now. I uh, <laughs> you 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 hit a high and then it's just gonna it's go gonna it's it's all here. downhill from here on this podcast tonight. <laughs> um, I, I I I I hate to say. Uh, but I, I do want to point out something uh, very important before we get started here. You will notice that both Brit and myself are wearing that sweet ass SDGC the merch, merch right there. So so we have a store now. Sorry, I didn't get the memo. Oh no no no! So 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 we have a store now. Uh, we got we got shirts. Um, we have um, hoodies. We got mugs. Uh, beanies are coming in two weeks, and every single dollar that you spend. Every single dollar goes a to beanie? a beanie. It's what I'm wearing on my head right now, Amanda. Don't... Oh, sorry, you mean a toque? A toque. I was gonna say <laughs> she knows them as toques. All right, listen up here. Listen up here, Amanda. We're in I'm in, we're in America right now down here. All right, we don't we don't we don't truck with none of them them toque uh toque. Uh, toque uh, we don't none of that. Poutine, we don't we don't mess around with none of that poutine down here. You know what I'm saying? And you're missing out. You're I, just missing out. I, I, I we really I are. The best poutine I've ever had was in Austin, Texas. So I don't. Know yeah, I think about you just that. really hurt Amanda's feelings. Really interesting. That doesn't hurt my feelings. That's wonderful. I love this for Austin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that! Look at that! Hannah dropped the uh, the link to the store in chat. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you so much for doing that. So, so Popping I want to I, I want to stress every dollar you spend on our shirts or our hoodies or our mugs, all of it goes to numerous different charities. Uh, some of it goes to Black Girls Code. Uh, we have um, some of it goes to the Trevor Project, and some of it goes to Take This. All very important charities. We don't make a dime off this stuff. Um, we just want to drape you in our finery uh, and uh, and and help you start your morning off with a little a little tea or coffee or you know whatever it is. So. So not only are you allowing, not only are you draping us over your bodies, but you are also helping out a good cause if you pick up any of our merch. So please visit that link, donate to a good cause, and, and just take SDGC wherever you go. I know I do. All right, there's my, there's my sales pitch. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so, I feel like that's overcome all of my objections just in that one sentence uh, damn it once again i forgot to turn off the night bot to donate to children's hospital in new orleans for a extra life so that's still there that's a thing if you you can still donate money to that so if you want to go ahead it's it's kids in new orleans <laughs> Is there a like, way we can, like turn that off i will go turn it off after the podcast tonight um and speaking of the podcast tonight we have very two very two very we have two very, very cool guests i can't fucking my brain meats are not fucking working tonight um our first guest is oh, but these are both recurring guests. One, a uh, Amanda Farrow. Like I, I don't need, I don't. I feel like I don't even need to introduce you at this point, Amanda, because you've been on so many times. You're such a good friend of all yeah. of ours. Um, but uh, what's going on with that? What's going on with that virtual econ cast? Um, oh, yeah. Why don't, why don't you talk about a, that real quick? That that's the that's the podcast about the business of games for the rest of us, mm. where you know Mike and I sit down, and there's a lot of tomfoolery that happens, and. We laugh a lot and we have very serious conversations about financials, about um, labor issues. We have a brand new segment in our show called the FAFO Award, 
which is the Fuck Around and Find Out Award. Oh, I like it. And we uh, we give that out fairly regularly. I gave out to it. To nonsense oh. that happens in the game industry. Oh, Amanda. Most recently, Discord. Uh, the CEO of Discord won the Fuck Around and Find Out Award for his NFT statement. Oh, I did hear about Ooh. that. I did hear about yep. that. Well, I, I feel like after the podcast tonight, we're going to have another recipient of that award. Um, and hopefully, hopefully, but actually, Amanda, after we get off our later on tonight, after because I know you got to leave early, um, I will send you a message about a fuck around and find out award that I sent somebody via DM. Brittany knows what I'm talking about. Um, it was, it was pretty good. You do live for such entertaining things. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, but Amanda, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I know it's going to be a difficult topic, um, but your, 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 your knowledge base and your, your opinion on these matters, you know, is very important to me. So, uh, I really appreciate that. Thank you for having me. And Hannah, this is like the fourth time, uh, you've been on the podcast or something, right? Like we're, we're, what is this for? That sounds right. Yeah. 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 Hannah is quickly becoming one of our go-to guests because she's just so goddamn cool. Um, Hannah, thank you. So, and I know, and like every time it's like super short notice and you're always so accommodating. Uh, so thank you I'm so trying. much. No, you're doing a great job. So thank you so much for joining us. Um, again, like, you know, so here, here's what we're going to do tonight. Normally we start off with some lighthearted shit. We talk about what we've been playing. Um, but <laughs> since tonight's topic is so goddamn heavy, once again, I feel like we've, we, we, we keep talking about this shit and it keeps getting worse. What we're going to do is we're going to hit the heavy stuff first. We're going to end on some lighthearted shit that our wonderful Discord community tossed us. Um, by the way, if you haven't joined the Discord, we got almost 350 people in there. You really should join. It's fucking wholesome as shit. Um, so let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, and I, I felt like it was very important uh, to have as many women on the podcast tonight as possible. Um, because if it's just a bunch of dudes sitting around talking about this, like, yeah, it's well-meaning, but I also think it's pretty disingenuous. Um, because quite frankly, this issue just doesn't affect men in the industry the way it has women. I mean, you could say that about fucking 90% of issues in the industry period. Um, but here yeah. we are, here we are yet again, talking about fucking Activision Blizzard, uh, and specifically in this instance, Bobby Kotick, the CEO. Um, now this all started I feel like it feels like 10 years ago now, but I, I this all started about what, man, about a, a, a eight months ago um, when the, when when all the stuff really started coming out about the desk crawls and uh, no, it was it was it, it was, was in July. Eight. Was it? Uh, it was July. So it was yeah. sooner. Jesus Christ. Um, I don't That's know. That's OK. This year has been, a you know, not a decade like 2020 was a fucking but, nightmare, um, but it's been a long year. So. So, yeah, that actually all started when the DFEH, so the Department of Fair Employment and Housing in California, went public with right. their investigation uh, into Activision Blizzard based on a number of claims. And, um, you know, one of the things I think we all heard uh, ever since this started was, well, you know, how much could somebody like Bobby Kotick, for example, really have known? Because he's the CEO of the company. Um, you know, he, you know, this stuff is usually handled at mid-management levels. Uh, you know, plausible deniability. Right, exactly. Um, j just like how the president doesn't know about Area 51, right? B because, like, right, you know, right, that's, it, yeah. Um, so, it, it, I, for anybody listening, that's a joke. I don't believe that crap. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, but I don't even know about it at all. Like, I mean, I mean, there. I mean, oh, it's there. We just don't know what's there. Um, but 
as of I think it was yesterday when all the stuff with Bobby Kotick started dropping, and it turns out that not only did Bobby Kotick know about almost all of this shit, he himself has been accused of sexual harassment and literally fucking threatened to kill a woman mm-hmm. on her voicemail. Yep. And, you know, you think that that's where it's like, like you hear that and you're like, okay, it can't get any worse than that, right? Like that's the worst. And, and, and you think to yourself, okay, so at this point, the board of investors has to kick him out. Mike and I sure. were, were talking about this in DMs the other day, Amanda. And mm-hmm. and Mike said, yeah, they they're, they're gonna it's it's they're gonna get rid of him. And I'm like, yeah, I yeah, absolutely. Two hours later, the board of investors comes out and says, we have complete confidence. Two hours later, complete <laughs> confidence in in Bobby Kotick. Um, yep. So A statement from the board of directors, and the board of directors has been entirely silent since July on matters like this. Yeah, I, I I don't remember having heard a single peep out of them before now. Um, they don't normally issue statements. <laughs> they don't. Like, I mean, the board is just not, that's not what they do. But because they their, um, their leadership, quite frankly, is being called into question and their judgment around, you know, around Kodak's leadership is being called into question you know, they 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 needed to save face. That's what they care about. And the fact of the matter is that money talks and yep. Kodak has improved the overall bottom line for Activision Blizzard from 14 billion dollars to 54 billion dollars for their market cap. Well, so and that he did that in 10 years, like that's almost unheard of. So he's creating value. But unfortunately, um, well, gestures to everything else. And money at the expense of people. Money talks and bullshit takes the bus. That's his attitude. That's his attitude. And yeah. uh, you know, Brit. But you know, before we get into the into because there have been more developments today and find some positive ones. Like you know, there have been some positive de- you know developments today, and we are going to touch on those. Brit, I know that for you, the, all of these conversations have been difficult for you. Um. And so I, I wanted to, you know, and Britt, you've been a party to every single one of these conversations we've had on the podcast about Activision yeah. Blizzard. Um, the, uh, one I was not there for was you and Jeff. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, but, but other than, but like, I mean, this is what, what the fucking sixth time we've had to talk about them since July. Yeah. Um, and you've been there for almost all of them. And I know that mm-hmm. these are very difficult conversations for you. Um, right. And I know that you had said, or, you know, you had toyed with the idea, you know, just how just how how worse can this get like just how how much worse can this get Mm -hmm. um is this as is this as bad as you expected or is this worse so that's that's the thing right is especially when it came out and you know everything was still new and fresh it was all surrounding other people and you know people who no longer had positions or people who um made an impact on the um the community or the game or whatever and had places in wow or whatever um so bobby was never really really brought up so um i think we were kind of expecting this i th- i think at least i was because how can you be a ceo of a company and just not know uh 
you know, thing, things that are happening like that. Right. Um, you would be surprised, you- Britt. You would be surprised at how many how many people are. So and that's not and that's not a good thing, by the way, Britt. Like you would be surprised at how many people at the at the at the the upper lessons, uh, echelons of leadership in these companies are just completely fucking oblivious. And, and, and well, I, I agree, but he was present during a lot of these. Um, he was like a lot of parties and stuff, where a lot of the yes. the yeah, he's super involved, like with yeah. Blizzard and Activision. So, like, and like I said, the fact that that he they were trying to cover up evidence, it, like you knew, like he he was trying to fucking save face, right? Like so, something was going on, and. The thing, one of the things that we talked about, and I know that we're going to probably get into a lot more uh, later on, but one of the things that we talked about, one of the last times we did talk about this is Ash uh, was on here. Um, she used to be a writer for Kotaku, and now she is with... The Verge. Yes, she's with the Verge you. That's now. what I thought, yeah. but I, d- I didn't, I didn't want to miss names. That's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's amazing. She's wonderful. Yeah, she is. She's and great. She said, because we were having a conversation about whether or not to support... Um, you know blizzard games and 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 play them i personally am not i as soon as the story Neither broke in july i logged out a wow and i have not logged back in since um and one one good point that ash brought up because i held a lot of resentment towards just people still playing wow and you know partaking in in activision blizzard content and one of the things that ash said that really stuck to me is you know, if you stop playing these games, the people who and they start losing money, the people who are going to benefit are the are the good ones that are still in the company, right? Right. Bobby Kotek isn't going to get um any less money. It's the the people who are going to get fired are the people on the teams. You know, the people um who are participating in the walkouts and the people who are trying to make Blizzard a better place. And then this investor shit comes out, right? Where they're going to support him, and it's like. They're clearly keeping him because they think he's doing a good job with money. So what the fuck are we supposed to do? Do we do we continue support them and you know let them have the results to support these people, or do we finally just stop playing the games? And so they they have to do something, you know. It's like everybody's in, it, it's a shitty position for everybody um, mm-hmm. because you know there are good people that work at Blizzard. There are good people who genuinely want to change it, who genuinely believe in what they're doing mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, I, I think it's, it, it's one of the things that, um, is her name Jennifer? Jen? Oh, Jen O'Neill. Jen O'Neill. Yeah, Jen O'Neill. Yeah, Yeah, it's one of the things that, that's why Jen took her position is that she, again, was one of the people that genuinely wanted to change Blizzard for the better. And the fact that she left so soon. And confided in Activision Blizzard legals department in the legal department that she had no confidence that the culture was going to change right so and that's where i'm like what's changing what can we do to change this like what can we as consumers do and it's just it's a shitty spot because i nobody still knows the answer nobody has a good answer for that so it's well, just and, 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 you know i Brittany, i don't think there is a good answer for that and i'll i'll i'll, I'll kick this over to hannah i you know my you know i'd like to know what you think but my my view on this is you know you're kind of damned if you do and damned if you don't, right? Because these issues that we're talking about right here on this podcast um, are are not... I mean, we all of us have a, have a, a presence in this industry on, on varying levels. But all of us here on this podcast are... are integrated into the gaming industry. All of us are, are known to certain levels. All of us have skin in the game. 
John Q. Consumer, who doesn't know about any any of this shit, even if he did, he he wouldn't care because he just wants exactly. to play his Call of Duty every year. Um, none right. of, none of this means anything to him. Um, and, and so we can boycott. I don't. I, and I've chosen not to play Blizzard games. That, that that's a choice I've made. I'm not going to begrudge anybody who wants to play World of Warcraft because people have Absolutely. people have long term, deep, serious connections. To, right. to, to world of warcraft but at the same and it's community for them right. it's connection and you know losing that could be the difference between someone's mental health failing or you know f potentially flourishing i would argue final fantasy 14 is a better game but um <laughs> you know the other thing i would say is is you know right, i i don't we can boycott these games but since we live in this tiny bubble it's not going to mean shit like, like, it's not like, like we can do it. I I'm doing it for, for my conscience, but I don't have any cynically. I don't have any real, you know, I have my understanding, you know, I know that it's not going to change anything, but, but, but Hannah, I want to know what you think about this. Um, you know, as somebody who is also, you know, a streamer and, you know, you know, writes in the industry for a living, like, like, what is your position on this? Because this is something that has been kind of bounced back and forth like a tennis ball for the better part of five months now. Um, it's a lot. <laughs> it's, <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> yes, it is. I don't know. Like, I don't have faith in the larger part of society to like get their shit together and like say we don't like this or whatever. Like, I, we see it all the time with like stuff that's obviously not even close to as terrible as this. Like, JK Rowling never exclusively murdered to like threaten to murder people, but like, yeah people are still like harry potter's so important to me and like stuff and but she denigrated like a whole like swath of society and like no one cares so like and countless things have happened like people get canceled for sexual assault sexual harassment anything in like the comedy world in the film world and it's just like five years <laughs> later they get to come back and they get to make another lethal weapon for after they were super oh racist god i heard or, about that yeah like anything like that. So like I don't have a ton of faith in the larger part of society to really give a shit about this, but it's nice to see how many people have been like, oh wow, this is really fucked up, like at the same time. Right. Like usually with stuff like this, I see a lot of people who are like, Well, it's not that big of a deal. And I'm seeing a lot less of that with this at least. Yeah. Which is nice. Well, I think it's just because it's never ending, right? Like I was like our, one of the big discussions that we had at the beginning of all this was that Blizzard isn't responding because they are just hoping that they can just push out another game and it'll all get blown over and everybody yep. will forget about it. But I think what's really good is there's a lot of things happening that we, you can't just forget about it, right? Like, mm -hmm. they put a woman in a position of power to make themselves look good, but when it came time to actually supporting said woman and her ideals and her, her pay, they didn't want to fucking do that. I was hoping right? you would bring this up. So, how much faith can you have in a company that essentially just wants to save face, right? Like, that's, that's, all, that's all that move was. And I think a lot of people like realize that um and good on jen for fucking saying no this is bullshit i'm out like and you guys aren't good you aren't gonna change like to she was she was not offered an equal uh an equal payment package until, until after, after she, she said she was resigned. gonna quit. unbelievable yeah. 
unbelievable. And and it's important to it's important to note that you know she wasn't subordinate to Mikey Barra. She was his co-leader. No. She was an equal to him. Um, mm-hmm. and and by the way, Mikey Barra has not even introduced himself to the team yet. So is so he? That's it, neat. He has not introduced himself to the team. The other day, they um, Blizzard employees were told that they were going to have a meeting with Mikey Barr for the first time, but it was just a pre-recorded oh, message of him reading off PR talking points. And and so I I actually have a um and I actually have a friend uh, at Blizzard who talked to me a little bit about kind of the uh, the attitude there right now. Um, and, uh, I'm not going to name this individual, uh, but you know, they're, they are, they are on the team at Blizzard. Um, and right now they told me people literally can't work. They have to take mental health leave or they sit at their desks, just completely unable to create. Um, they do walkouts that they know are meaningless. Like, like, like let that sink in for a minute, right? Like, like they're doing walkouts in solidarity with each other at the same time knowing that it means nothing to their superiors it means nothing uh they have big meetings uh they have secret discord channels where they where they talk to each other and support each other um they drop documents they gather signatures they turn on one another um and 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 that is the environment that is being fostered at blizzard right now um absolutely hostile you can't work in that environment let alone create and making games is well i mean it's a miracle games get made at all that they get out the door at all but you absolutely cannot be creative without having the rest of your needs on i mean like i hate to go back to psychology 101 but without having your maslow's hierarchy of needs met you cannot create and there is no safety at activision blizzard right now in any of those studios but particularly at Blizzard, and you know, right. the, I'm sorry, Britt. Go ahead. No, go ahead. That, no, 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 no. Go ahead. Say that that's a big thing that is constantly coming up. Is that there is constant talk of people who are speaking out and um, are, you know, coming forward and holding people accountable. They're they're basically being held to to standards that can be get them fired for doing things like that and it's you know it's something that's happened since um the the story initially dropped that was just one of the things that had happened a few months a few months after it happened is that um you know people are still trying to fight for a better place and basically coming out and saying this isn't changing or that isn't changing and their their jobs are on the line because of it so it's you know it's very hush hush it's very don't say anything and it's it's almost it's almost like they're in like career prison right like they're in Mm -hmm. this you know imagine getting your dream job and then just it disappointing you so bad like this like i feel I feel incredibly sorry and sad for the people who are there. And, 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 you know, I'm telling you right now what there's something else that pisses me off about all this. And it's the the blase attitude I see about this stuff from large swaths of of the gaming community. Right. Like we talked earlier or, or we mentioned earlier, you know, that, you know, the general public, like, you know, John Q consumer, you know, doesn't know about this. They don't because they 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 don't read IGN or Polygon or The Verge. But they, they don't, might 
they might read the Wall Street Journal. They might, yeah, they, yeah, they might read the Wall Street Journal. Um, but the the fucking the the blase attitude I see about this, like you know, people, like you know, these people are under fucking duress, and people are still coming at them about you know, oh, fix World of Warcraft, or you know, when the fuck is Diablo Four coming out, or you know, and and it's like, guys, keep your eye on the fucking ball here. Okay, these people are these people are fighting like you have like most of these people criticizing the Blizzard employees. And that this is another thing that fucking gets me is people demanding that they quit. Like, stop demanding that they fucking quit. These people have lives. They have families. They have to support themselves. What the fuck are you talking about? And, you know. For everybody who doesn't want to talk about this, because I've seen other content creators avoid this fucking topic, right? Here's the thing. This whole fucking story, and I'll, 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 I'll break this down fucking, as we say in the Marine Corps, Barney style, right? The fucking, you know, if nothing else, take away from this the fact that this should show you just how fucking lucky you are to get video games at all. All right? Because under these fucking conditions... They are little miracles. I can't fucking believe that people are actually able to go in and work under these conditions. Consider yourself fucking lucky that you have games to play at all. Because I'm telling you right now, Activision Blizzard is only the tip of the fucking iceberg. I, this shit is happening not just... And this isn't just an Activision Blizzard problem. It's a fucking problem that is endemic not across the entire AAA. industry. It's not even just AAA. This is happening at indie studios as well as we, as we have seen in a number of different reports. That this is not segregated to AAA companies. A lot of a lot of developers, when they're done at AAA companies, they go off and they start their own studios. And if they've been quietly exited, so to speak, to use some corporate nonsense, then you know no one knows what a what a problem they are, and they go on to create more issues, drum out more <clears throat> non men, non white people, not like you know folks that are different that are you know like the industry needs not just you know white guys it's not to say that you know white dudes are inherently bad or anything because that's not how i feel but there needs to be room for everyone and it's really really frustrating exactly fulbright is the is the big one and mid boss and the um the stuff that happened at oh my goodness, what were they called? Like future something. They future, made, I know uh, what you're talking. Yeah. The 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 folks that that made Skullgirls, and it's just, it's a nightmare in the industry. If you do not fit a specific bill, you you are not welcome. And, I, and I, it's I, never more true than it is today, which sucks. I I, I can't fucking understand why people just can't treat women like and let's face it the problem amanda let's face it the problem is white men that's the fucking problem i don't you don't see anybody else fucking handing down treatment like this because it's not safe for me to say that like yeah well i'll fucking say it the problem is the problem is guys who look like me that's the fucking problem let's just fucking let's just fucking call it what it is that is the fucking problem every single fucking time every single fucking time this happens it's not you know it's 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 not a woman doing it it's not a person of color it's a fucking white guy okay you want to talk about white fucking privilege there it is right there there's your white fucking privilege the privilege of of, of being white able to, women too d- it really is it's not just white men but it's white women that are doing this that is that's so depressing just 
It's absolutely depressing. And mm-hmm. it's because, I mean, we could have this conversation about the inter- intersect, the, the necessity of intersectionality and feminism. Like if it's not intersectional, get the fuck out of here. It's not, it's not useful. So it's, it's tough. Right. I wish I could fucking walk in when the shit was happening. Sure. Like I'm, I, I'm ready for fucking, well, never mind. I won't go there, but it, you guys know how I do it. But uh, you know, that's not to say like, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to bring myself down here cause I can feel myself getting worked up and pissed off. I can see that. Um, you know, what the shit fucking bothers me? Like, you know, and, and if it, if it affects me like this, like, 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 I can't imagine how it affects literally everyone else I'm talking to on this podcast right now. Um, because I have not had to deal with the shit that, that all three of you have. I, I, I just haven't. And, and, and you know what? I never will. And that is the sad fucking reality of, of this entire fucking rotten industry. It feels like every fucking day where I'm sorry, Brit, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say it just it, it brings it back around to my first point when I first started talking about this um, is like I can't I can't make people give a shit about other people. And that's that's not just with this situation. It's just it's it's in general. It, it applies to our everyday life. Like you yeah. can't make somebody give a shit about somebody else. And the fact that I'm sitting here and, you know, I'm reading these stories and I'm reading, you know, bobby's involvement and everything and you know i'm thinking like i'm so mad that this is happening like i'm so mad he was fucking involved but i'm not surprised one i'm i'm mad that i'm not surprised and then two you know the only good thing to come out of it is i'm like maybe this will fucking hold him accountable for the for for something maybe maybe somebody will step in now and say hey dude you shouldn't be here and to see two hours later his fucking investment buds be like, nah, he's doing good. It's fine. Like, it's so fucking defeating. And again, disappointing because I'm not surprised. I'm not fucking surprised. You know, because it just... I can't... <laughs> Money is more important than the safety of of me and people like me and minorities and people of color like it's never gonna mean nearly as much as money does and i i can't i don't know how to fight that and to be honest it's getting a little exhausting trying to fight fight that um it's getting a little exhausting talking about this all the fucking time and i know that we had people that we had people that listening are probably like oh my god they're fucking talking about this again like believe me nobody is more exhausted of talking about this than me and it just sucks that we have to keep fucking doing this and i i can't i can't make people give a shit about other people and we should i shouldn't have to fight so hard to make people give a shit about other people like i shouldn't have to constantly talk about this blizzard situation there should be shit being done with the amount of shit that's happening and there is not. And it's fucking defeating and tiring. And I'm just, I'm tired of it. I'm exhausted. And I can't imagine how the workers feel. I can't imagine how the female employees feel. Well, I can't imagine how the, the minorities and the people of color feel in those positions. And it's just, it fucking sucks. And well, I mean, I'll say this, you know? Britt. Like, I know for a fact, I know for a solid stone cold fact that we have Blizzard employees listening to this podcast right now. I know we do. Uh-huh. Um, I, you know, 
I, I only wish that like, like, unfortunately, all we can do is, is talk about it. Right. Like, like all we can do is raise our voices about it. I wish that's, it was, I mean, that's all we can do. I wish that's it was why more we keep fucking talking about it. So, um, you know, but, but that's why we keep talking about it. Um, because I believe that, uh, I believe that for a, for a, a, you know, a just society, we need to, we, we need to stand up for others. Um, and I, I'll do it over and over and over and over and over. If that's what okay. it takes. I don't care if people, I don't care if people get tired of hearing my voice about it. I'm going to keep fucking mm-hmm. talking about it until something changes. Um, I, I only wish that other big content creators were, were attacking this more because we have a small audience. We have a limited audience. There are other content creators out there with millions of millions of subscribers who are not talking about this. Um, and I, I really wish they would, uh, because this is something that affects the entire industry. It affects all of us. Um, uh, you know, but having said that there are some positive things that have happened today. Um, and for yeah, for example, so uh, J- you know Jim Ryan of like Jim fucking Ryan of all people, right? Like, like Jim Ryan with the fucking rare W, um, you know, like Jim Ryan busting out that dub when he says, honestly, not just rare, but usually completely non-existent. Yeah, like I, out of left field for him to be correct, right, Hannah? Right, right, yes. I was like, what? I almost the- fell out of my chair. And the fucking crazy thing is, I didn't hear what happened. Oh, you didn't hear about this, uh, uh, mm. Hannah? Do you want to? Uh, do you want to? Uh, I thought I had the link, but I don't. Um, he let was... me drop it in. Yeah, I have it. I know Phil Spencer said that Xbox is going to reevaluate their whole relationship with Activision. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that's another huge yeah. one. Um, that was af- so Jim Ryan, to my knowledge, excuse me, was the first one to actually, or like the first major head of one of the big three. To 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 you know, and and it was a um, if you guys have the the state, it was a power, it was a strong statement, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, um, I can actually bring that up. I have it. Okay, cool. So here is oh, the direct okay. statement. So he wrote that he and his leadership, so this is directly from the Bloomberg piece, um, were, quote, disheartened and frankly stunned to read that Activision has not done enough to address a deep-seated culture of discrimination and harassment. We reached out to Activision immediately after the article, and this is the article that's from the Wall Street Journal, was published to express our deep concern and to ask how they plan to address the claims made in the article. We do not believe their statements of response properly address the situation. 100 fucking percent. That's a big statement from Jim Ryan. Like, I mean, you know, a, a newfound, newfound respect for the man. Um, because that was like, you know, I was not expecting any like Microsoft or Xbox or you know you know Nintendo hasn't said anything, but I was not expecting a response from any of them. You won't hear anything from Nintendo. Probably but not. Like um, hearing from Phil was something I did expect. Like a hundred percent, I did. From expect Phil Spencer, maybe Phil from from Jim Ryan, no. Like no, you know, no. just because the man, like that's the kind of guy who presses his fucking underwear in the morning. That's just how he comes across to me, right? Like you know, yeah. he just. He, Dude's he, mayonnaise. He's like, he's like, J- Jim Ryan is like, what would happen if the sound thud grew a body, right? Like that's just, Whoa, like that, that's some galaxy brain shit that's just, right there. That's just, that's just, that's just how I see him. 
you you think of whatever you want to think but 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 yeah so but that was a strong statement and phil spencer took it a step further and said that they are reevaluating their relationship with activision blizzard which is huge if if microsoft drops activision blizzard Call of Duty's fucked. Oh, like, yeah. it's over. You guys want the direct Done. statement? I have it right in front of me. Yes. Okay. So this is this was an e- in an email to staff at at Microsoft and Xbox Game Studios, and he said that he and the gaming leadership team are quote disturbed and deeply troubled by the horrific events and actions at Activision Blizzard. He referred to you know the the Wall Street Journal piece quote This type of behavior has no place in our industry. And he said that he was disheartened and frankly stunned to read that Activision has not done enough to address a deep-seated culture of discrimination and harassment. He went a step further in saying he would take action. (coughs) So, like, this is huge. This is huge. I I honestly wish they would do this with Ubisoft as well. That's another company that, uh, yeah. I'll tell you what, though. Like, like Brits, right. Like, if, if... If they kill their relationship with Activision Blizzard, like you can, and, and I, I do think, and again, like this is the extremely cynical way of looking at it, but I do believe that this is the thing that could finally push those shareholders to be like, okay, we need to get, we need to get rid of Bobby, um, because yeah, it, it's not the SOC that's going to be able to do it. The SOC Investment Group, which is like a, it's a watchdog group. Yeah. In, in trying to get, you know, better regulation around executive compensation yeah. at companies like Activision Blizzard, at EA, and uh, and that sort of thing. And they have been essentially calling for Kotick's head. Yeah. And, and not just Kotick's either, but asking for two longtime board members to step down by the end of the financial quarter. And, uh, you know, I, I think... <laughs> I, I think if anything could spell that, doom for that, that kind of makes me feel better. I did not know about those statements. Yeah, oh, no, like they were. I we'll mean, we'll be digging into it on virtual economy. So if you want even more information, because I don't want to get too far into the weeds with the investor stuff, but it would not surprise me if a shareholder lawsuit was hot on the heels of the SOC statement. You know, wow. I, I okay. saw I saw Mike mention something something like that in chat a little earlier, uh, Amanda. Um, and, uh, you know, well, you know, save that, save that for your show. Um, this is more of a, we might be live this weekend for the first time. So you never know. make sure you shoot me the link so we can host that shit. Um, mm. so yeah, like I, I, I do think that this, if, if nothing else could get rid of Kotick hurting their bottom line is what's going to do it. Um, and now do we actually think, and this is a question for the whole group here, do we actually think that Phil Spencer would care would would go through with this? Do you, do you think he would? Do you think he would he would be like okay, all right, that's it, we're done, Activision. Um, uh, we are we are not gonna have we're not gonna have any more of your games on our on on Xbox. Uh, we are not going to uh, we are we are cutting all ties until you get rid or until you fix the problem. I don't think he'll openly say until you get rid of Bobby Kodak. He'll say until you make the changes necessary there, which is essentially the same thing. Um, do we think that Microsoft will actually go through with it or, or do we think that if Phil Spencer tries to do something like that, somebody like, uh, you know, Nadella will say, now, no, that's not going to happen. Cause from what I, from what I understand, Phil Spencer, it has a pretty autonomous thing going on at the Xbox division. Like he basically does whatever the fuck he wants. 
It's it's hard to say because uh, I think he'd I think, be more likely than PlayStation, like for Jim Ryan to I say agree. something like that first. But yeah, it's hard to like speculate about it. So, know. like I said earlier, that you know, if something happened to if, if so, if Xbox did do something and Call of Duty wasn't available, um, that Call of Duty would die, would like essentially die. I wonder if that would have an impact, you know, because if there's anything that we've learned through all of this process is that money talks. And if it depends, it really just, I don't know. I can't, I can't answer that because I don't know how many people still play Call of Duty on the console, um, Xbox uh, specifically, but I feel like that's kind of where the main, like the main people play at. So I, I, I just don't know. Um, and it, it would be interesting to see really just how much like call of duty's like community has 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 gone over the last few years and to see where they're like how many people still play and like the difference between this year and last year and i think a lot of it's really gonna ride on how well vanguard does um and to see if it's even you know worth putting effort into anymore i don't know we like there's there, there's too many numbers behind it for me to really honestly give an answer do i hope they would of course i hope that you know hold people accountable i'm all about that shit but you know money's money and i don't i can't we've never and correct me if i'm wrong i've never seen like a studio get cut off from a, a platform yeah, and that was going to be my question for Amanda, right? Like that would be unprecedented, correct? Like it would be. And if anybody would do it, it would be Phil, and he would be backed by Satya Nadella, and one hundred percent. And for those that don't know, Satya Nadella is the CEO at right. Microsoft, and he has been. He and Phil and a bunch of other folks at Microsoft have really been spearheading, you know, the diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives that have become just part of the culture. So it would not surprise me. So especially. Absolutely. And honestly, considering that Cyberpunk 2077 was removed. A from few the people have been score, mentioning that in, in chat. Oh, okay. I didn't even see that. So Yeah. No, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Like it's been removed from the digital store from from the Sony from the PlayStation store. It would not surprise me if Jim Ryan followed through and was like, "You know what? Get no. Call of Duty off of there." Like Get it off of there. Like they probably can't do anything about the physical stuff, but there is The precedent's been there, set now. Like It's been set. And and it was due to to bugs, of course. But like I said, if anybody's going to lead the way on this, I do believe that it is Phil Spencer. And I, I and agree. I do I do agree that I, I do feel rather that um, he would follow through. Well, Genuinely. It, Xbox has been really good about being inclusive and having, you know, really focusing on accessibility, which is the only thing that makes me think that they would lean towards doing the right thing. But yep. I, I do agree with Amanda. I think if they're going to do anything, they're just going to take it off their stores um and you can only get it via um physical copy which we all know that physical is slowly slowly going away very very small piece of which okay so to be honest the xbox series x the small Mm -hmm. one that one is oh s S. okay that's the extra small small xbox complete the the names (laughs) anyway so the series s 
is cloud only. So if imagine if you bought that and you can't play Call of Duty, like that's that would be huge, you know. So I I do think if they're gonna do anything, it would be that just to pull like until something happens, pulling their games off the store. So well, and you know what we talk about precedent being set, and and you know there's another precedent that's been set here. It's not just, you know, taking cyberpunk off the store, albeit, yeah, it was for bugs, but they removed it um, completely. Yeah, it's just went bye-bye and it's not um, there anymore. And it's, and it's still, it no, it's back. not there. It's, nope. No, it's still not there. I don't um, think it's, not, I don't think it's there. I don't think it's ever coming back, Amanda. Um, and well, that's a, that's a good commentary about the game itself. You, right. Uh, and, and so, but, but now is we have back? seen, yeah, Oh, I think is, it is, is it is it back? Um, I think it might have come back fairly recently. I didn't I think it, I could have sworn that Mike and I reported on that. I could have sworn I was still off, but I, you know, like you know, regardless, it was taken off. Um, oh, it is back. Okay. <laughs> okay, so it is back. Um, but the other precedent that's been set here, <laughs> you know, you know, it it is so encouraging to me that we are finally starting to see. Like, you know, like uh, the driving forces behind the, you know, the industry like Sony and Microsoft, you know, Microsoft step in and say, OK, guys, you have a fucking problem and you'd better fix it. Otherwise, we're going to talk about not putting your games on our fucking platform. We're going to talk about cutting your fucking, you know, cutting your legs off at the, you know, at the knee, you know, you know, until you write the ship, until you get your fucking house in order. And if anything is going to engender. And again, like, you know, at this point, I feel like you know if it makes change then you know whatever like if it's money as opposed to morals whatever whatever fucking changes shit for women at this point is all i care about um so if if that's what it takes you know hit him in the pocketbooks that then that's what it takes but but i feel like this could be a a huge positive for the industry in general now that you know companies like sony and microsoft are which is unheard of stepping in giant corporation it's huge i mean i mean i mean i mean like jim ryan was one thing but phil spencer saying we're we're looking at not doing business with you guys if you don't fix this shit i I, that that in and of itself now do ubisoft right well and and, and amanda here's the thing if i'm ubisoft i'm looking at oh i'm quaking in my boots i'm looking at this going oh fuck (laughs) like you know shit um, you know, you know, and, and so I, and I guarantee you, since we know this is happening at other developers, big and small, especially the small ones, I think, um, you know, a, a lot of these developers, I guarantee you, they are looking at Phil Spencer's statement today and they are going, OK, we know we have problems. It would be perhaps it would behoove us to start doing something about them now so we don't lose our fucking source of income later. And I, I hate it's that. Legitimately cin- fucking around and finding out. Yeah. Culturally speaking, with sure in these studios, I do have one thing that I want to bring up because I haven't really followed up since. I know that Riot had issues with um, sexual yep. um, harassment and just misogyny in its its workplace. So, do we know if things have changed since then? Like, is it better in there? Have like has anybody said anything? I, from my understanding, I can anecdotally say from what I've heard from, you know, contacts there, like things kind of seem like they're better. Their policies have at least changed. I believe that, I believe they removed the arbitration from their employment contracts. Okay. Yeah. Um, originally it was for only new hires, but then I think they rolled it out to everybody. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, Hannah. Um, but yeah, I, I think... I think things are getting better there, but 
who knows for how long. The, they have uh, the to reason make why huge yeah. changes, and I don't know if they've made it. They've made those changes at the executive level, and the the fish rots from the head. So that the reason why I was asking because we all know Arcane recently got released on Netflix, and I've seen mm-hmm. like you know a lot of people watching it, and I'm personally not going to just because of um, the allegations. But I, to be honest, I didn't really follow up on it. You know, it's one of those things where it's like I heard something. You know, sure. there was harassment. I read about it and I was like, that's all I need to hear, you know, like. Yeah. And I mean, if you're not regularly reporting on the labor issues in the industry, like there's so much happening right. and it's all a garbage fire mm-hmm. and it's exhausting, especially for non-men and people of color and LGBTQIA folks. Like it's it's too much. A lot of the conversations that we have on virtual economy, like it takes me time. Mm-hmm. To have to get through them. I have legitimately oh, cried mm-hmm. during some of those conversations about I, how bad things have gotten. I fucking cried after uh, two hours later, the investors were like, "Now nah, we're good. He's fine. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, that like, one was. I was so mad. That. I like, I, and that's what it was. I wasn't crying. Like, it was just a mixture of things. Like. I just sat there and I was seething and I started like crying and I was like, this fucking sucks. Like. That one the, in particular like, was so egregious. The only good thing reading through that and seeing, reading how bad it was is I was like, there has to be a light at the end of this tunnel. Like reading all of this terrible shit, there has to be a reason for it. And then just like <laughs> reading it was hard. And then two hours later being told it's fine. Everything's fine. It's like, oh, everything is not fine. Extremely not fine. In fact, yeah, yeah absolutely not fine. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, you know, to, to, to say, and the most egregious thing about that for me <laughs> was that was on the heels of learning that Bobby Kotick had threatened to kill a woman. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and, it was and after the wall street journal article. Yeah. And I, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like, guys, did you, did you read I, the article? Like, did you read the article? It comes down like, to that market cap. It comes down to the market it, it, cap. Yeah. It was really frustrating. Blizzard's response to that too. It was like, Oh no, Awful. that's just not true. I'm like, you're like you're gonna tell me that one of your employees isn't telling like isn't telling the truth and that's another thing that made me mad is when jen initially quit they were like yeah jen quit but look at all the money that we're giving to the cause that you know the company that yeah, she's they going were giving to. to women in games international I'm yeah like, you could have fucking did that at your own company man like why are you paying why are you giving somebody else money to go do what you're being fucking complained well, about you know, somewhere it's, else? It, it's called, you know, it's a concept in Catholicism called attrition, right? Attrition is when you're sorry for your sins, but not because you love God. It's because, like, you know, for example, somebody's got a fucking gun pointed in your face, right? And it's the same concept here. They're, you know, they're sorry, but they're not sorry because, you know, they're not sorry because they, they, they're like, oh, we've made a terrible mistake. We, we feel remorseful. They're sorry because they are now reaping the consequences of their actions. That's where they're sorry. Um, so yep. this is just a case of attrition is all this is. Um, you know, you know, at the end of the day, where do we go from here? Um, now that all this stuff is out in the open and, you know, now that companies like Sony Microsoft are finally starting to step up and and say guys we're not going to we're not going to stand for this anymore like when you look at all the myriad issues the industry has like you know treatment of women treatment of you know people of color crunch um you know uh, you know uh, wage gap issues like do we 
do we think this is possibly, do we have any hope that this is possibly the beginning of a sea change for the industry that will probably be slow, but, but at, at, at least the, at least the change starts here. Are, are, is, do we feel optimistic about this or, or what? Because I don't know how to feel. I try to be like, I try to look at like how many streamers are successful and they're women of color or they're people of color or anything like that. But like, at the same time, like that's such a like you see like I see a lot of them, but that's because that's what my algorithm is tuned to. And exactly, like, same here. It feels weird when it's like, well, I know who this person is, but then I actually look at a view count. It's like, oh, that's not super high. Or like you look at a hit count on like a page or something like that, and you're like, oh, this is way lower than something where it's like, oh, new Call of Duty game coming out, right? Or something like that, or even like retweets mm -hmm. on Twitter or whatever. And yeah. it just sucks. So it's hard to feel optimistic at the same time. It, uh, it, it's one of those things where you, right? It's like you're reading Twitter and you're on Twitter and like you feel, you know, or any social media app, like, you know, Twitter or, or TikTok. Okay. And you, you know, you're, you're absorbed in the things that are, that are made for you and put together for you. And then when you set it down, it's like you come back to the real world and it's like, not everybody is seeing what you're seeing. So you like, you get a sense of empowerment and, you know, so many people feel this way and, you know, all of this kinds of stuff. And then it's like, you walk outside and, you know, it's not just about, about video games and everything. It's just, it's just media consumption in general, you know, Everything is being catered to what we want to see. So when we flip our phones over, turn it off, whatever, there's there's a whole big world out there that's not even seeing the shit that we're seeing or the shit that we want to change. And even if they did see it, some people might not care. Um, so do do I want to see change? Yes. Will I always fight for change? Yes. Realistically, I understand that people just want to play video games. Um, and they don't really care what goes on behind scenes as long as they get to play their video games. So and that is unfortunate. Um, it, it's, 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 it's unfortunate, but I, I, I get it in a way. I understand that people just kind of want to like tunnel vision and just, you know, play their video games, which is why I, I, I will say if you choose to play Blizzard games, Blizzard Activision games, that is okay. Just remember, like, think about what is happening when you're doing it. Think, think about, just be conscious about what you're doing and, you know, what you're supporting and just be safe and healthy and wish that for other people. Well, and I feel like the state of the world, Brit, isn't helping anybody's attitude towards this either, right? Because like, you know, yeah, people tend to have a very myopic view of what's going on in the gaming industry. But at the same time, like, I feel like a lot of people are like, look, the fucking entire world has been burning for the past year and a half. And I just simply cannot fucking take anymore. You know, like I, I can't take piling on one more worry on top of all the worries I already have. Um, I, I, I do understand that. You know, I, I, I do get that. Um, <clears throat> I just wish people gave this issue. I don't know the attention it the attention it deserves. And I'm specifically talking to all those content creators out there and podcast networks out there with millions of subs and huge platforms that we don't have who really should be the ones beating the drum about this. Um, and you're not. You're just not. But you have to oh. say, like, don't you don't you don't have to tell people what to do or what to play. Just make them aware. Right? Yeah. Like you don't 
nobody's That's telling what we do you on our little on our little podcast too is we're not being prescriptive yeah everybody has just, to make their own choices yeah. right like and it's like you said some people you know it's it's the matter of mental health or not whether or not they can play warcraft and i get that just just remember you know mm-hmm. just keep up on the news keep up on what's happening and you know there's constant walkout you know walkouts and games or you know gatherings and it's like just just do what you can while while you're in those spaces and just support where you can and do what you can like nobody's you don't have to tell people to quit a game like just tell them to be mindful about what's going on and keep talking about it and because the more awareness spreads the more we keep talking about it the more it's not going to go away and mm-hmm. that's all we can do of course as far as the future um is concerned just from my perspective i i think that the industry needs to be completely dismantled and the systemic problems are not going to be fixed with anything other than radical systemic change. And that's going to require burning a lot of the systems to the ground and, you know, helping them rise like the Phoenix they deserve to be. Defund the industry. Well, I, I feel, I feel like the big one here is going to end up being unionization. God, it's Um, so fucking past time for that, Amanda. It, well, it is. And, you know, we, we have a, we have previous generations that, dismantled unions and made unions weird and you know at least culturally strange for for the younger people but the older that we get the more we we all look at the way that we've been treated as workers as human beings and while unionization is not the only answer it is an answer individual studios um, you know, individual disciplines within the industry itself, unionizing unions work and they protect workers from this kind of, this kind of harassment um, and these kinds of work conditions. And they're not perfect. Like unions are never perfect, but it's better than having absolutely nothing. And it's, it's time. It's, it's time. And it's, that would be an excellent first, an excellent step in the right direction to say to ensure the future of gaming my my son is a little game developer he's 10 you know it's so cool i i i absolutely love that he makes games but i'm afraid for him in a lot of ways because he's soft and gentle and compassionate and kind and sweet and how could i possibly possibly encourage him to make video games for a living knowing what it looks like from the inside i don't know why fucking anyone would want to make video games right now personally i mean i definitely still kind of want to make video games but yeah, i mean me too but i i get what john's saying well too. i digress 100%. i digress <laughs> but but i i will say this amanda um one that was really touching uh and and two um i get it like i don't i don't I don't blame you for wanting to do that. You know, like my, my son, you know, not in the gaming industry, but my son has been talking about wanting to become a military officer. And I'm like, "Mm." well, you know, I was like, okay, as long as you join the air force and, and you're an officer, you know, like, don't, don't be stupid like that and join the Marine Corps as an enlisted man. (laughs) So like join the air force as an officer fucking telling you right now, dude, like, don't, don't be like me. Um, but uh, yeah, like I'm Amanda like this, I'm sure this hits, much differently for you, since you have a you you have a child who wants to 
you know, wade into the water of this thing. And, you know, potentially too, because there's also my tiniest human, my, my little blondie who loves video games and loves making them. And, you know, she wants to stream when she gets older. I, uh, it's hard. It's really difficult. It's it's hard being a parent in when these types of things are going on. It's it's definitely just. Yep, it's one of those things. You're a really cool mom, Amanda. You're you're just a really. You are. I was thinking about you today. I was like, damn, I wish I was like Amanda. Yeah. No, (laughs) no, only be like you. You're a delight, a genuinely sweet human. I love that I got to spend time with you this evening. Yeah. And uh, I, I know that you have to, I know that you got to run. Um, I do. Hannah, it was so wonderful to make your acquaintance. Yeah, it was nice to meet you. All right, everyone. Uh, Amanda, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, you have a good Absolutely. have a good night playing them video games with the kids. Wait, wait, wait. Before you go, plug I'm yourself. Make- oh, yeah. Plug yourself. Oh, plug myself. Yeah, please. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. So I am Ready Player Mama here on Twitch. So if you've seen my name scrolling through there, it's because I am trying to be fairly active in chat. So you can follow me here on Twitch. You can also follow me on Twitter. I'm at Amanda Farrow. You can listen to my podcast, which is the Virtual Economy Podcast. We normally publish on the weekends. So, you know, you can take your coffee, your tea, go sit down, put your headphones on, listen to the sweet dulcet tones of the business of making video games and you can find us at virtualeconcast.com and vir- at virtualeconcast on twitter those are my big things right now i don't have anything to say about hit save right now because we're just kind of in recovery mode after our last big fundraiser so <laughs> outstanding well amanda you guys are killing it and uh your family you're welcome here anytime you know that yeah thank you so much for coming of course i love you all we love you too all bye right, amanda bye, folks. bye. All right, everyone. So we've got the the big heavy topic out of the way. So we did. so so so, and I feel like I, I feel like we I I feel like we got everything we needed to talk about on that one. Right. Um, well, it's 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 good because, like I said before, we've talked about it a few times, and it's always good to talk about new perspectives and bring new viewpoints in. Because um, we, you and I, could talk about the same shit over and over so much. Oh, well, for sure. You know. But, you know, it's always good to bring in fresh perspective and especially Amanda's perspective. She's just she's the best. Amanda fucking rules. Well, she always has an eloquence about her. Like anything she says, she immediately is backed up by, you know, claims and and sources. And it's just, you know, we have us. Yeah, that she's just, got links on deck. Right? Yeah, it <laughs> sucks. We just like fa- passionately fucking babble, and yeah, she's I was like, gonna well, say like, here's this. <laughs> like Amanda will like break everything down for you, and I'm like, okay, listen up, motherfucker. Okay, yeah. tired of this shit, man. Fucking sick of this bullshit. Fuck you. Like that's yeah. that's my that's my thing. Um, it's necessary to have both, I think. Yeah, I, I think you're probably right about that, Hannah. Um, so 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 now we've got some fun. <laughs> oh, we'll praise Amanda all night, Jeffy me. Like that's that's not even a fucking uh it's not even a fucking question. But we've got some fun questions from Discord uh that were submitted to us and we're gonna go through those. And the first one is from Local Viking. Uh can anyone do cool character or celebrity impressions? I actually can. Oh my god. I do I I do I do okay, so <clears throat> so I do an incredible 
Don Corleone. Uh, you know, Vito Corleone, the Godfather. Uh, and I thought you were totally gonna do fucking. I was born in the mid nineties. You, I, just, I don't. You've never seen The Godfather. Was, I'm 20 years younger than The Godfather. I I've never it, seen like, The Godfather. What either, the and fuck? <laughs> well, you know what? I know well, who you know Don what? Corleone is. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm going to do Marlon Brando's Don Corleone because I know people in chat. Yeah, who have seen The Godfather? The pigeon right? from Animaniacs. No, you did fucking Christopher Walken. Wasn't that your thing? No, I've done. I do Christopher Walken too. But The Godfather is. And is, Robert is, De Niro. Wasn't that your thing? Robert De Niro. I just do the face. Like I can look like Robert De Niro, but I can't do his voice. I can contort my face to look like Robert De Niro. Han, are you ready for this? Is there is, is everybody in chat? Is is everybody in chat ready for this? Here we oh go. God. Here we go. And yeah. Yeah. And you do a, you do a you do a better when you have the full beard. But. I do, yeah. Um but but so 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 here's here's Don Corleone, okay? <laughs> Jeff Me says, okay, but how about Don Corneo? Don Corneo. <laughs> That's can't, a reference I get. I can't <laughs> I can't do I can't do Don Corneo, but I can do Don Corleone. Here we go. <clears throat> Here we go. <laughs> Hold on. All right, here we go. <laughs> shut up. Shut the fuck up. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Bonasina, if you come to me in friendship, the man who did this to your daughter will be suffering this very day. Your enemies will become my enemies. And then they will feel you. I'm going to say no, that's good. No, someday, this day may never come when I call on you to do a small service for me. Until that day comes, consider this justice a gift. On the day of my daughter's wedding. Yeah, see, people in chat, that's pretty solid. I do a really good Don Corleone. Um, I do Christopher Walken too. I, I do do Christopher Walken. Like, you know, hey, you know, like a little. <laughs> <laughs> You've got I've to... never seen The Godfather. And it just reminds me of that family guy clip of Peter saying he did not care for The Godfather. It, well, Peter, Peter doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Um, but yeah, well, like when you're doing Christopher Walken, like it's, it's a shame, like, for, like it's better, like it's, it's, it's about the visual too, right? It's like, you know, you know, like, Hey, you know, like getting that whole, Oh, I can do Kermit the frog too. I can do Kermit the frog too, for, for serious, you know, be like, you know, <clears throat> Kermit the frog here, you know, like, Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I, Princess I, does not like that. Clearly, Kermit the Frog okay. here. Like, yeah. So, uh, so we've got some more questions from Discord. Uh, what do we got? Um, let, me, let me see. Let me read one. Okay. okay. Do do Roronados. Do Roronados. There. That's a. Since the pixel remasters are in full swing, should Square Enix work on upscaling eight, nine, and ten? They, well, they did they, eight they, already. They, they did. Well, they've done all of them. Yeah, they did eight, they did nine. 10, yeah, they did all, yeah, they did ten. Yeah, they did all of those. Yeah, so yeah, yeah no, yeah, th those all have uh, HD <coughs> remasters already. Now you could argue that the quality Pixel is remasters of eight, nine, and ten, and ten too. You know, see, Hana, here's the oh, was, oh, so one. I would love pixel like demakes of those games. I'd fucking yeah. love that. Uh, but I will say this for those for those uh, remasters, I would rather just have the original unremastered. Excuse me. 
uh, PlayStation and or, or PlayStation versions of at least seven, eight, and nine because I just feel like they look better. Those HD visual, like the HD polygonal carriers. No, I liked nine. The, I was watching but, Zach play it and I was like, uh, this isn't bad. But they, but, but they don't look great again because against the pre-rendered backgrounds that they didn't upscale. And, and so, like when you look at the job they did with Legend of Mana, um, you know, like the, I was like, like you know, I wish seven, eight, and nine had gotten that that treatment like seven is nowhere near as egregious as nine like nine was nine was really stark um okay where was Let's kermit go. when deep mister was happening <laughs> when you play pokemon games do you name your pokemon if so do, what do you name them after dumbest name you've ever used i feel like our nuzlocke kind of answers that question slug my balls Slug my balls. Slug my balls. Uh, let's see. Uh, Texas Pete. I, t- do not fucking say that Texas Pete is a bad name. Texas Pete is not a bad name. Texas Pete was a good. Texas name. Pete was the great. Um, I would say I don't oh, know. Okay. Uh, Noodle. Noodle was pretty stupid. Um, I, I'd I say my dumbest one was no, named bong my decision. water. Are Oliver. you kidding? When we were fucking oh, bong water. Was bong, no, no, no. You got to say it right. Bong water. <laughs> Bong water, like you gotta, you have to really, or, or of course, bong. Water. Well, no, we had to throw that b out there. That's well, no, that's the, you know, Hana. That's because like we capitalized bong, and then all lowercase water, so it's bong water, and then we had peas. And peas. Peas. You gotta say rest that. in peas. Rest in peas. Um, you got, um, favorite Thanksgiving side dish. Ooh, mac and cheese. Mm, ah, that's good one. Oh. Mm, so outside I'd like cranberry dressing sucks it sucks ass and nobody should eat it it's fucking garbage I don't know cranberry sauce or dressing or cranberry sauce well, yeah, that's I what I meant that. cranberry sauce it's garbage why the fuck would you put that on your turkey because um, it's jello you get jello with, you don't put it on your turkey what the fuck what, what, the, what the fuck do you put it on Hana it, it's a spoon it's disgusting <laughs> It's gross. It's no, Hana. It's, it's cranberry. Actually, okay. slice no, on your plate no, Hana. Hana. It's Hana. It's a sauce. It's meant to go on something. You don't just eat sauce with a spoon. You heathen. It's you a barbarian. jelly that keeps the shape of the no, pan. No, Hana's mm. correct, and it's actually really good. If you do like a leftover sandwich and you add cranberry sauce to it, disgusting. Very good. Disgusting. Very good. Well, I'm also speaking so from this. Let me. Okay. Let go, me tell go, you what I did. All right. Tell me what you did. Day after Thanksgiving is I got up, right? And I I got I had a thing of crescent rolls and I rolled them out individually and I did a little spoonful of like mashed potatoes and stuffing, cranberry sauce, gravy and turkey and you roll those up and you make like little balls and then you dip it into gravy. So fucking good. It was delicious. That's fascinating actually. It's like a leftover ball. It was really good. Like in a little puff pastry, it was really good. There's a lot of ball talk happening on this podcast right now. You know what? We never discriminate against a good ball discussion. We around there's 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 no there's no beating any balls on this podcast. There is no um, well, what else depends well, on what you're into, but Well, you know, I, you know what? I'm not gonna kink shame anyone. You can be those balls be those balls if you want. I don't care. Um <laughs> The uh, okay, so for, side well, dishes. No, well, yeah, I gotta do my. We were talking about well, side dishes. I gotta do my side dish. You two have. Yeah, been, I didn't do mine. Go do yours. Well, you just did, all right. Do no. All right, Hana. Ha, all right, so Hana, yours is all right. Han, what is Hana's favorite side dish? Mac and cheese. Mac and okay. cheese. Okay, Brittany. I want to say mashed potatoes and gravy. Cannot do Thanksgiving if there's no mashed potatoes. I agree with you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Actually, I'm, it's fair. Yeah. So, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna bounce off of that 
my favorite side, my favorite Thanksgiving side is mashed potatoes and gravy and stuffing mixed together. That's that's legit. That's mixed good. to like you got to mix that shit together into a a fine paste and then just <laughs> and then smear it. No, 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 hold on. And then you smear it on a piece of turkey and you take another piece of turkey and you put it on top and you make that the bread and and so now you have the ultimate turkey no, no, no. mashed See, potato graving what and I stuff do, it's sandwich. It's a KFC double down, but it's the Thanksgiving sandwich. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So what I do is I take all those carbs and I put it on another carb, a buttered more carb. More bread. Yeah, more like uh, there's something about just fucking putting bread on bread on bread that is fucking delicious. Like you put potatoes, it's too much bread. stuffing, gravy on bread. Oh, it's it's awful. It fills you immediately, but it's delicious. Why, why wouldn't you just oh, use good. Why wouldn't you just use turkey bre- or like sliced turkey as the as the bread? Like sliced Thanksgiving mix, turkey because you mix as it all the up. bread. That's disgusting. No, no it's not. It's fucking you, legit. And you, you mix the turkey with everything, and then you slop it. No, on No, 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 no. And and for my turkey sandwich, for my Thanksgiving sandwich, you got to use the skin as like a substitute for lettuce. That crispy skin, like yeah, that's the shit right there. I just eat the skin when I take it out. The I'm like, ooh, yeah. is it done? Uh, uh, no, people get fucking pissed off at me on Thanksgiving because I'll just like decimate that fucking skin before the turkey oh, even gets to the Zach's table the same way he grew up not eating like chicken skin turkey skin because his mom always bought boneless skinless so like we would make stuff and i would like eat the skin and he was like that's really fucking weird and i'm like nope it's delicious yeah <laughs> yep. like like every thanksgiving at uh vicky's like john what the fuck leave the skin alone and i'm like the turkey's oh, not even on the goddamn table and i'm like oh, here's the real question do you stuff the turkey yeah no no no, we. I stuff the turkey. I don't stuff the stuffing. Turkey. I don't eat the, the stuffing from the inside of the turkey. I make oh, separate I stuffing. You, because all the fucking turkey juices drip into there, and it makes it. That's so why I good. don't eat it. I oh had food safety <laughs> shit drilled into my head from culinary school. No. I can't fucking do it. Okay, <laughs> all right. Okay, so let me ask you this: Who here eats the turkey drippings with a spoon just once? Just once. No, because it's so decadent. Oh yeah, you know you fucking do, Hannah. Come on, be honest. Be honest, Hannah. I've tasted it to like make sure that it's good. That's the same thing. I'll take that. I'll take I'm that not as an just, answer. Like, taking a spoonful. I will absolutely. I will fucking absolutely get a spoonful of that shit and slurp that shit down. All that flavor, oh, hell God. fucking yeah. Uh, what else? What else do we got? Um, I could literally spend the rest of this podcast talking about it, fucking like, Thanksgiving. Yeah, sides. I could. I could talk about Thanksgiving for fucking ever. Oh. Here, here, here's a good one. At what depth? This is from Hypersyn. Uh, I, I can't. Hyper. I can't do lead speak because there's too many fours Hyper and shit. Hypersyntax. Hypersyntax. God damn it. I'm fucking. I'm 41 years old, people. I don't. I'm, I'm not jived to all this fucking lead speak talk, okay? G- give me a break. Um, at what depth does a pan become a pot? Hmm. Three inches. I feel like. No, that's no. Hannah knows Hannah, the answer to this. Hannah, I don't like three inch. Like, no, that's like a wall. It's a saucepan. That's a saucepan. Sauce sauce yeah, that's a, but, but it's not a pot. Like, I, I, I want to say like, you know what? Six inches, I feel, is, 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 you know, because you're not going to find a pan that's. Is six inch a good, good length for you, John? I mean, you know, it's not all, it's Thank not about you, the, Brittany. it's not about I, the size. 
You know, it's not about the size. It's about how you cook that, it. That is, that is typically, that is exactly what the question is asking. What size, what size does it transfer from, from little to big? I mean, six inches, you know, like, you know, seems like a, a fine number. You know, like I, I, I've never heard anybody complain about six inches before for a pot. You know, why is that the number every man goes to? I don't know. I it's the one Brittany mentioned. I you feel like there's, a, there's, a, there's like a. I didn't. I didn't mention six inch. I said nothing. I was a John said, thing. Right, fine, whatever. A, because it's really it's a it, it's it's like it's the middle of the foot, right? Like you know, a foot is twelve inches, and I feel like you know I like to meet oh. people in the middle. Blaine said. Uh, Lerv said Blaine had the correct answer. Uh, it isn't the size. It's when there's two handles versus one. See, it's not the size. It's how you handle it. I have ramen pots that have one handle. Ooh. And a wok also only has one handle. Okay, I mentioned a wok earlier and got Walk's no kind of half pan. Half I got pot. no credit for my wok mention. It. It's the utilitarian uh, kit- kitchen utensil, appliance, whatever. I just want to point out that I, again, I mentioned wok and nobody acknowledged it. So that I technically that's my thing. I the wok thing is mine. I John take credit also for that. Up- what was that, Hannah? John also brought up woks. So I, I will give I, him credit. Absolutely. For that. Thank. You. Finally. See, this is why I bring Hana on here because Hana gives me credit for shit. I appreciate Hana, that. It's like the first time. We're just used Hold to on. tuning you out. That's that's the difference. Go ahead, Hana. Oh, that's like the first time I uh, ever gave you props. I think that's the first time anybody's ever given me props. So technically, so it counts. It counts. Uh, what else do we got here? Uh, da, 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 I'm gonna go find this pot. Find the pot. Five minutes. Five seconds. Not even. Uh, here we go. Lervinar, what is the appropriate way to make tuna fish? I'm assuming we're talking like tuna fish sandwich, right? Like tuna salad, like the tuna you get out of a can. Um, because if we're talking about, because like if you're talking about tuna steaks that you put in the pan, all you got to do is heat that pan up real good, put a little olive oil in there, get some salt and pepper on the tuna steak, maybe a little paprika, and you sear that bad boy real quick on the other side. You don't want to cook the whole thing through. You want that tuna steak nice and red in the middle. Okay, so there's... there Is there's pans? Those are those pots. Are pans. Those are pots. Those are- those are pots. pots. Those are pots. Yep. I don't think that's a pot. I think that's a pan. <laughs> that's 100% a pot. Come on, Brit. Brit, that's not a fucking pan. Brit, would you put Brit? Brit. Okay, Brit. Would you fry? So when I don't think of a pot, I think of like a no. big old Brit. like pot. Okay, Brit, Brit. Right? Would you fry an egg in that? I'd fry an egg in anything. It, why do you make everything sound weird? Okay, so look. A pot, Brit. What? I would. Brit. No, 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 Brit. If that's the only thing I had available, hell yeah, I'd fry an egg in there. But no, but Brit, that's I, not the I point. I have fried eggs in those, just to be fair. Well, God fucking damn it. <laughs> Fine. It's still a pot. That's a fucking pot. I agree. That, pot that Brit, I have is, Brit is, Brit is, Brit is, see, the chat agrees. That's a pot. Um, so 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 Hana, pots to me are like the big the big the big soup boys like the, a stock pot <laughs> the big yeah. the big soup boys <laughs> Brit, Brit, that's a fucking can we put that on a shirt the big that's it the big that that one that's a great name for a band like the, the, the big soup the big boys, soup boys. <laughs> but also that shit is going on a fucking shirt oh Brit, we need a fucking guamf shirt Oh, we do need a guam. I'm shirt. making a fucking guam. Give Anor one. I'm I'm making a fucking guam shirt. Um, so Hana, another question we had from Discord was, "What's the best way to make tuna?" Now I'm assuming that they mean canned yeah, tuna. No, no, no. Lerv, Lerv said specific sandwiches. Sandwiches. Okay, so 
Yeah, one, I'm, out. I'm out on this one. Sorry. Stay away from mayonnaise. That shit is the devil. What you want to use... Go ahead, Britt. No. Go ahead, Britt. I use mayonnaise, and um, I actually I learned from Japanese class putting a little bit of soy sauce into your um, tuna is actually really good. See, I use balsamic vinaigrette. I don't I, eat tuna sandwiches. I have spicy tuna at uh, sushi restaurants. That's about it. See, well, I mean, I don't really eat tuna sandwiches either, but like, you know, because, you know, that's for 12 year olds. Um, but I'm just kidding. If you love a tuna sandwich, go eat a tuna sandwich. But but just be aware that there are better sandwiches that you can fucking have. There really okay? are. Like tuna like, sandwich, there's like there's no lunch meat, so I guess I'll have a tuna sandwich. Right. Like, like so if you're gonna have a tuna sandwich, I would say, you know what? Add, you know, a hard boil two eggs, crumble them up, toss them in that tuna with a little Dijon mustard, some salt and pepper, and a little paprika. Whip that shit together, make yourself a little tuna and egg salad sandwich. That 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 to me would be acceptable with some with some you know some nice crisp lettuce and and, and tomato like that that that's okay. So Karnak said Miracle Whip over mayonnaise, and I will say this that we're on the topic of um, Thanksgiving. I love leftover turkey sandwiches with Miracle Whip over mayonnaise. That's disgusting. I don't know why. I don't know why. I just do like. It's got to be white bread, like, and turkey, Miracle Whip, and I love Lay's chips on the side. Like, that, that is my go-to leftover meal. I will say, uh, Britt, Moon, I think Moon Baby, I think that's Moon Baby in chat, uh, made a good point about the pickles and relish in a tuna sandwich. Like, that's, like, like you need, that's something else you need. I don't like need. pickles in my tuna. Really? I will eat pickle like I'm a weird texture eater. I will eat pickles plain. I don't like pickles in stuff. That's fair. No, that's fair. I I can you know texture is extremely important. I recently um, became a pickles in stuff person. There you go, Hannah. That's the fucking way right there. That's the way. When I was a kid, like everybody, like when when we were children, we all had that one food that we ate that was super fucking weird. And like, if you like, everybody would look at you like you were some kind of fucking goblin when they learned. They're like, "What is wrong with you, you little monster?" Like for me, it was mustard and pickle sandwiches. But that was it. Like just mustard and pickle sandwich. When I was a kid, when I was like six years old, that shit was the bomb. I don't care what anybody I thought says. My American cheese only sandwiches were gross, but holy shit, mustard and pickle sandwiches. Like I just, wouldn't just mayonnaise. No, it's just cheese. It's just cheese and um, bread. Two slices of bread. <laughs> yeah, two slices of cheese, two slices Wait, of bread. That hold was on. the what's best we, snack What's weird about kid. what's weird about that, Britt? It's like that's like it's the most grilled cheese. Really, I just I just love the way that she said that. Like, most, no, no fucking mayonnaise, no, just cheese. Like, you fucking idiot. You fucking you, bar, you barbarian. <laughs> you fucking. Di- <laughs> no, uh, Han, Han, I'm not a huge fan of mayonnaise either. Hannah's like Hannah's like God. This degenerate brute over here with her fucking mayonnaise on cheese sandwiches. Looking, I'm talking about the mushroom and pickles. <laughs> that's the degenerate. No, 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 here. no, no. Mustard, mustard and pickles. Mustard and pickles. It's okay. still bad. Look, it's still Hannah, not good. It's Hannah, not better. Hannah, I'm not I, saying I'm not a mustard person. I w- I'm not saying that I would eat it today. What I'm saying is, is when I was six years old, I thought that shit was the bomb. Like it was I the still fucking eat my cheese sandwiches. bomb. Now I will say, you know, that- you know what my favorite kind of sandwich was that kids thought I was fucking weird over. I used to crunch chips on my sandwich and eat it like that like I do that no, that's wrong. no that's how you do it in chicago no that's a fucking grinder that's called a grinder like that that's an actual way to eat a sandwich up north um that's just what they called subs there no no so no a grinder is when you put potato chips in your sandwich oh. that's 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 a grinder hmm. um 
but uh yeah no that's a that is a very that is a very common thing up north um be, i think we got time for one more yeah we got time for it? one more um is that it though no we got so there's uh see those what's your favorite mega man x maverick there's uh uh what else do we got um there was another one uh what is uh what is the best pokemon starter and why is it absolutely not chimchar um because it's uh, uh score bunny score bunny really yeah mine's chikorita my favorite nothing is ever going to pass um for me nothing is ever going to top squirtle as my, my uh, favorite starter ever is the other day somebody had posted like um I wouldn't say map, but just a graphic, and it had all the Pokemon starters on it, and you were supposed to pick which ones you picked each time. I always picked a fire or water starter. I've never once picked a grass starter. Never once. I picked once. fire in everything except for crystal. Yeah. When I picked grass. Mine has always... But it's funny, because Chikorita is like one of my favorite Pokemon, so she's my favorite starter, because she's just... She's a little fucking bean with a little little flippy. She's adorable, but I've never I've never done grass. They've never spoken to me. You've never done grass. Except I've never done grass. I would love to do some grass. Um, you you're witness to me, me doing some grass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, look, there, there's Hannah's got her score bunny right there. I do love some score bunny. All right, we are bumping. We are bumping up against our time here. Um, that was a fun little thirty minutes there. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we were able to end on that. Now I do have a a cool surprise for everyone in chat. Uh, I'm gonna take like a ten minute break here, and I'm gonna be back streaming some Final Fantasy V Pixel Remaster, just hanging out. Um, because you know I'm working from home tomorrow, so I don't have to be up at. A super early time so we're gonna chill out tonight we're gonna play some final fantasy 5 pixel remaster and we're gonna hang out i'm gonna make myself a cup of coffee and we're gonna fucking we're gonna do this shit um i am uh you know i mean i'm like halfway through the game like you know gallop's already died so you know we're just gonna we're just gonna hang out and chill um don't John forget vibing. I'm, I'm gonna be vibing like a motherfucker um oh and then sunday promote sunday right so sunday if you if you are in the discord um, we, uh, myself, uh, Britt, our community manager, Rar, and one of our community mods, Pilnock, uh, we are going to be streaming uh, uh, Mario Party Superstars in Discord. We're, gonna, we're not streaming on Twitch. This is, simp this is solely for our Discord community. Um, and uh, I promise I will not stab Brittany in the back the way Derek did. It, I, it, this is gonna I don't be fair. You. you shouldn't, but I'm telling you right now, like for appearances' sake, I'm I'm it's I'm going to do my best to, to treat you. You let fairly. me die in phasmophobia and left my body in that house. To I be will fair, never forgive you for to that. To be fair, Britt, you you kind of deserved it. I did not. You did. I did not. You never. You told me that Final Fantasy VI was boring. You kind of deserved it, Britt. You kind of had that one coming. You brought your untimely death on yourself. I have to open up the Twitch or the Twitch like actual window to see what side I'm on, so I can physically place myself on Brittany's side. <laughs> wow, wow, that's fucked. That is fucked. See if I invite Hana here again. I will. Um, so, <laughs> spoiler alert. I will. Uh, Hana, by the way, uh, where where can people find you? Uh, Twitter.com/slash underscore Hana two three. 
and then uh, twitch.tv slash Hana23 without the underscore because someone took Hana23 from me on Twitter. And they're not, and they're just like sitting around and not using it, right? Yeah, they haven't tweeted for uh, like four years and they're private. So perfect. Perfect. That sucks. This is where I'm at now. Uh, All right. Well, uh, give me about, give me about 10 minutes. I'm going to make some coffee and we will get some, uh, we will get some Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster going. Uh, Take it easy, everyone. Uh, Remember that kindness costs nothing and we will see you all next week.